pick up any newspaper, watch cable news channels, surf internet news websites. It's all yesterday's news today. You need tomorrow's news today. You need Trends Vision 2020 now with Gerald Salente. Welcome to Trend Vision 2020, your money and your life. I'm Doug Grunther with the publisher of the Trends Journal and world-leading trend forecaster, Gerald Salenti. On our podcast this evening, Russia and China becoming best friends. Democrats attack big tech but love its money. And how hot will meatless burgers sizzle? Oof. Gerald, are the markets <laughs> sizzling today? Well, they are in some places. Others, they're not. Over there in uh, Asia, that Shanghai is going down over 1%. Nikkei flat. Hang Sang up. FTSE up. DAX down. In the States, hey, the markets are way up yesterday. Up again today. 181 points on the Dow. Crude's up a bit. Gold is still rising, mm. and Bitcoin is down a bit. Dow rallies 180 points for its fourth straight gain. You know why? The trade wars are over. Yeah. <laughs> Hopes. You got it. Hopes the U.S.-Mexican trade talks making progress. How can anybody believe this? Bullshit detected. Take precautions. Every stupid day they give the same dumb reasons. Did you ever hear of earnings? Did you ever hear of interest rates? No, those are just other things. You know, that means nothing. Valuations? No, no. Stock buy? No, 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 no. Stocks hit their highs of the day when Bloomberg reported the U.S. is considering a postponement to President Trump's threatened 5% tariff on all Mexican imports. So... The reason the markets are going up is because interest rates are going down, period, paragraph. You know what they're betting now in the futures? That they're going to lower interest rates. 90% of the people say they're going to lower them by September. And 60% probability of three rate cuts this year. Remember, it was nothing when we were saying right. back in March, I say four times minimum by 2020. So that's why the markets are going up. Cheap monetary methadone to keep those drug addicts going. Oh, I, investors, I got to be propping here. Okay. And what else do we got? Oil. Eh, oil went up a little bit, but um, it's still pretty slow. And this is important. Morgan Stanley lowered its forecast for growth in oil. Demand is weakening much more rapidly than we expected. And they're estimating that 2019 will basically be a flat year. So I'm hearing oil weak, gold strong. Yeah. And there was a trend alert having to do with gold. That's right. Because gold is getting that glow back. And we are forecasting the next gold bull run. It's in your trends journal. And the reason why it's happening. And of course, interest rates are one of them. And all the monetary methadone that they're going to keep pumping into the bull to keep it running is going to keep it going. And you just came out with ADP's report on national employment on Wednesday. It showed only 27,000 jobs. And that's a very low report. And people looking for a safe haven in this time of uncertainty. Now, why is the number like 1430 for gold such an important 1450. number? 1450. I've been saying this now for six years. I've been 
forecasting coal since 1978. So I'm not saying I'm 100% right, but in our forecasts of gold since it, it, we've sent out a trend alert in 2005. I said the beginning of the gold bull run. And then when gold started going down, I gave the number where it was going to go. I said 1100, it hit 1050. And then I said recently in the last couple of years that gold's going to bottom out at around 1200 bucks, and that's where it's been. Now, why is that 1450 number so important? Because it hasn't done that in six years. Do you think it will? I believe it's on the opportunity for it to happen, but it has to break over 1385 to go to that. And right now we're talking about 1340. So it has to hit 1385. When it hits that, then it can hit the 1450 mark. We will be watching. One other thing that's very important, and that is that Australia cut their interest rates to a record low. I'm making this point because it has to do with gold and the global economy. So read your trend alert. And again, that's why you subscribe to the Trends Journal at trendsjournal.com. History before it happens. We've been on this number. We'll put our track record up against anyone's. Okay. Let's take a question from our audience. We love your questions. And you send them to us by going to TrendVision2020 at TrendsResearch.com. Gerald, this one comes from Neil. He says, would it not make sense for the countries such as the U.S. and Canada, where he's from, to pass a bill whereby countries that want to sell stuff here have to manufacture a certain percentage of it here? Why not? And I also agree that companies that are getting their stuff made overseas, like Nike or Apple or Levi's, should be taxed for bringing that product back over here. And by the way, I also want to, one more note, Sunday... At the Comic Strip Live at 5.30 p.m., that's on 2nd Avenue between 81st and 82nd Street in New York, I'm going to be a featured guest over there, and we have a surprise that you're not going to want to miss, so try to come to the Comic Strip Live, and you can go online and get tickets there because seating is limited. And trends can be very funny, as you It's proven. going to be a funny day. Well, they're not laughing too uh, much over in Germany, Gerald. German industry berates Merkel coalition. What's happening? Well, what's going on is that they're looking now at 0.5% growth this year. That's no growth at all. They had 1.4% last year. isn't Germany year. really the engine of the European Union? Exactly. And they're blaming Merkel and the government for doing that. But what's important about this, too, is that it's another mainstream party hitting the dust. Mm-hmm. Because they did very terrible in the parliamentary elections of the EU. Okay. Well, here comes a story <coughs> I find absolutely fascinating from a geopolitical point of view. Uh, Xi Jinping of China is visiting Russia, and they are becoming fast friends. Um, It turns out that in addition to trade ties, China and Russia support each other on foreign policy issues such as Venezuela, North Korea's nuclear program, and the Iran nuclear deal, deal all which, of course, oppose U.S. So how do you see uh, China and Russia coming together? This has to have a big effect on U.S. around the world. Well, it does. And China is one of the world's largest oil producers, and they sell a lot of their product to China. And they want to break away from the U.S. dollar. And this is going to be, we're going to see in the years to come, the beginning of the end of the U.S. dollar. So, for example, when Russia sells the oil to China, they won't be paying in petrodollars. They'll be paying it either in yuan, 
or rubles. So the, they're going to also form an alliance against the United States military-industrial complex, and these are two nations that are very powerful. So okay, we're going to be keeping an eye on that. Now let's go stay in Europe here because the Danish prime minister resigned after left-wing party won a general election based on a, a campaign of strict immigration policy. Goes back to, again, what they're not talking about with the immigration policies. How did all those immigrants get there? Couldn't be because they slaughtered them and destroyed Afghanistan. It had nothing to do with the destruction of Libya. Man, didn't have anything to do with Iraq. Uh, Somalia, everything's beautiful over there. How about Sudan? <laughs> so what's going on is that you're going to see more and more of these nationalist and populist movements and, and either an overthrow of the established parties or a very rigid reconfiguration of them. Except here in the United States. Except in the United <laughs> States with the Democrats and the repulsive Kims. All right. Now, we've got three important headlines having to do with climate change. We're seeing it more and more. Panama Canal feel strain as climate change hits water levels. So last year there was too much water. This way is not enough. They're having ships having trouble going through them. That's so huge for the economy. Uh, yeah, but economy. it's going on all around the world. You know, we're seeing new patterns of climate. So again, what I say is people, oh, there's no such thing. Here's all I say. If you dump trillions of tons of poison into the earth, into the water, and into the air, you think it'll have a negative effect. Well, it is because now even big corporations um, around the world are worrying about their bottom line because of climate change. Under pressure from shareholders and regulators, companies are disclosing the financial impacts they could face as the planet warms and extreme weather disrupts supply chains. Early estimates suggest trillions of dollars may ultimately be at stake. So now they're paying attention. They're paying attention to some extent. Here's a headline for you. Carnival emissions outstrip Europe's cars. Carnival, the, uh, the, the cruise ships that tend to sink? No, Carnival at the White House. <laughs> <laughs> well, Congress, that Congress, that Carnival. Cruise ships run by Carnival Corporation admitted 10 times more cancer-causing gases in Europe than all of the continent's passenger vehicles combined, according to data released yesterday. Double the amount. Yeah, but Double the amount causing cancer. Can anybody get this in your head? And it's not only this, it's the poisons they're putting in our food, in our water, in the air. Climate change, how about the elimination of the species and all other living things? Oh, and I forget, now maybe that'll be boosted up and we could get out of here quicker with all of this 5G technology and other radio frequency radiation. Right, let's go back to the cruise ship because if you eliminate these, and I know they're polluting the waters in the air, but where are people going to play shuffleboard and have those all-you-can-eat buffets? And these things are so ugly. I mean, they look like <laughs> big, they look like these big ships that they have, you know, all these cargoes, these storage containers on. They lost the style of the grace. Well, all right, well, climate change in our third headline has to do with the presidential reality show because... Uh, two of the leading Democratic candidates, uh, Joe Biden and Elizabeth Warren, have both put out trillion-dollar plans to deal with climate change. Climate change in Australia wasn't an issue. In parliamentary elections, for the EU it was. It remains to be seen if it's going to be an issue here. 
because I believe the major issues are going to be number one, as you mentioned, well, we health care. Health care. Number two, the economy. Right. And number three, the border issue. Right. And also the 1% versus the 99%. Yeah, which is a very big one. That's yeah. a very big one. So I don't think climate change, it may bring out some votes, but I don't think it's going to be the, the winning issue. Well, let's stick with the presidential reality show, because if you want a story about hypocrisy, and we love hypocrisy, let's talk about the Democrats in Silicon Valley. A lot of Democrats in Congress are questioning the monopoly power of Facebook and Amazon and Apple and mm -hmm. Google. But meanwhile, while they say they want to break them apart, they're busy taking their money for campaign pledges. Guess where Mayor Pete Buttigieg was last weekend? He was at the, at, with a Facebook executive raising money. Guess where Senator Cory Booker was uh, recently? His fourth trip to Silicon Valley. And Kamala Harris, California's junior senator running for president, She's done six visits to big tech in California looking for campaign money. It's not campaign money. It's called bribes and payoffs. And matter of fact, when you go back to the 2016 elections, Google was very much involved in Hillary Clinton's election. That guy Schmidt came to Brooklyn where her headquarters were. So again, whether it was the old days, the railroads, the steel magnets, now it's just technology the tech freaks, and again, it's one of our top trends for 2019. Blessed are the geeks, for they shall inherit the earth. And now we're having the sellouts from the politicians that are giving the monopolies more and more power. Well, since we brought up Google, one of their big profit centers is YouTube. And YouTube, there's a headline. YouTube bans hateful videos from site. Isn't that great, <laughs> huh? So they're gonna ban Pompeo? Are they going to ban Bolton? Are you going to ban all of these other disgusting politicians? No. Why not? Because We've, they're getting paid. Exactly. Yeah. Well, speaking of Mike Pompeo, Pompeo admits Venezuelan opposition not united. Oh, no. <laughs> I thought Guaido was it, man. In a leaked recording from closed-door meeting that took place last week, Secretary of State... Mike Pompeo admitted keeping, keeping Maduro's opposition in Venezuela proved to be, quote, devilishly difficult. You should know what a <laughs> devil is because you epitomize it. You're the freak that said when you were director of the CIA and before and after, we lie, we cheat, we steal. So this is the perfect language for you. Again, what they're going to do, there's going to be a covert action to try to overthrow the Maduro government. Now, this connects with something we said previously about China and Russia getting much closer together because they're probably the only reason we haven't invaded Venezuela. Yeah, because they, China loaned them a lot of money and Russia's very involved with their oil. That's right. All right. Now, let's get back to the presidential reality show. All right. Record spending is projected for the 2020 campaign ads. I'm shocked. How much do they say there? Let's see here. They are going, political ad spending will total $9.9 billion, <coughs> according to the latest U.S. advertising <coughs> forecast. Hey, come on, 9.9. Let's get a little more work and get to 10, 10 billion. $10 billion to elect Democrats and Repulsivekins. <laughs> $10 billion, and these morons, imbeciles on the Cartoon News Network that 
people call CNN, and MSNBC, more the same nobody's crap. <laughs> These are the ones that were selling that the Russians hacked into the election in right. 2016, and the Mueller report proved it. They showed about $120,000 was spent on YouTube, on, on, the, on the social so media. So the Russians spent 120000 to uh, uh, screw around with our campaigns, but meanwhile, we're, candidates are raising $10 billion. Yeah, and what did they spend? I think they have the number here, what they spent last year. 8.7. 8. 8.7? 8. 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, no, 6.3 billion. It was 8.7 in 2018. 6.3 billion in 2016 when Trump was elected. And they have a nerve, and the morons have the stupidity to keep repeating that the Russians hacked into the social media spending $100,000 plus. All right, let's get on something that make make us smile a little bit. All right. And that's... Uh, Food, and including mushrooms. Meatless burgers add sizzle and demand at fast food chains. We've been following this trend. Is it still sizzling? It's big. Meatless burgers add some sizzle and demand, as you pointed out. Now some 20,000 restaurants in the United States are selling these products. Wow. This is just the beginning of this trend. Trends are born. They grow. They mature, reach old age, and die. This one is just born. Some people still don't believe it. The guy at Arby's over here says... People aren't willing to pay more for something that tastes worse. Like an Arby's is really yeah. mwah, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Here you go, Jack. Off. Anyway, Beyond Meat, this is the market's just closed. This is after the market's closed. Shares of the company soared as high as 23% in after-hours trading. Now, you know when you know the trends really hit the top? When they serve these meatless burgers on those cruise ships. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here's there, our ready. final story. Oakland, California decriminalizes magic mushrooms and peyote. All right. Well, good for them. As a matter of fact, when are they going to criminalize all these uh, drugs that the big farmers selling that are ruining people's lives? Well, good luck. But anyway, you can, peyote and mushrooms in Oakland, California, mm. make your plans now. That's all <laughs> the time we have for But do join us next week for more of Trend Vision 2020. <laughs>